This is Engage 2.0. Welcome back to Engage 2.0. I'm your boy, Brother Edie, and joining me is my co-host. Well, Colin DeVoe, how you doing? And we are going into a brand new series, number eight, The Sabbath. That's right. We are going to talk about the Sabbath and a topic, the making of the Sabbath. So this is going to be a good one. But before we go any further into today's topic, we're going to ask Brother Colin to send us into a word of prayer, Brother Colin. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this blessed day that we can come here and discuss your word and be uplifted. We pray that this, what we discuss today, touch somebody's heart and encourage somebody out there to see the beauty and the joy and how good it is. Even though we might be facing a challenging time right now, it's still best. So in our God, in our Savior, we ask you, God, that you be with the hearers, be with us. As we discussed, that you put your words in our lips, that we speak your word in the heart of ourselves. This is our prayer in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So let us move right into the topic at hand. The making of the Sabbath. A Sabbath of rest is one of God's greatest gifts to mankind. Most Christians agree that the observance of a Sabbath is an essential part of the worship of God. Much was involved in the making of the Sabbath. So let us go into our questions for today. We have eight of them on the board. Let's see if we can get through them all. Question number one, who made the Sabbath? Let us look at John chapter one, verse one, two and three, and then verse 10 and then verse 14. John chapter 1, verse 1, 2, and 3, then 10, and then verse 14. It says here in the beginning was the Word, in John chapter 1, verse 1, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by Him, and without Him was nothing, not anything made that was made. Verse 10 says that He was in the world, and the world was made by Him, and the world knew Him not. And the word was made flesh and dwell among us, and he beheld his glory, and the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. So here um, John tells us that it was Jesus Christ, and it was evident according to Hebrews 1, 1 and 2, that God created the world through Christ. Since Christ was the active agent, he made the Sabbath. So let's look at that. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 and verse 2. And let's see what it says. It says, God who had sun-dry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom he, meaning Jesus, made the world. Paul also here tells us the same thing as John told us, that it was Jesus whom created all things. And it was made apparent in verse 14 of John. It says, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, 
the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So um, we, we know that this is Jesus here. And there are many persons who don't even believe in the deity of Jesus. But that's another topic. But the scripture is quite clear as we look at who made the Sabbath. All things were made by him. Question number two now. When was the Sabbath made? Let us look at two texts. Genesis chapter 2 verse 1, 2 and 3. And then Exodus chapter 20 verse 8 through 11. Thus okay. the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them. And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. Now before we go into Exodus, because I'm going to use Exodus on this point, and some will argue that, some will argue that, well, you see, you see here, um, it doesn't say the Sabbath, it said the seventh day, and so God didn't give Adam and Eve the Sabbath as a command to rest. So um, we as, as um, Gentiles, or the Gentiles uh, through faith, uh, don't have to keep that because that was for the Jews. Okay, so the whole argument is that, the thesis is, since um, the word Sabbath doesn't appear, then it doesn't, it doesn't exist. And the conclusion is we don't have to keep it because there's no mention of it. Okay. I want us to take a look at Genesis chapter 1. Because um, we know that God made the sun and the moon in creation. But we want to see something here. Genesis chapter 1. And it says in verse 14 through 16. And it says, And God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and it was so now i want us to watch this verse 16 says and god made two great lights the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night he made the stars also so notice because the words sun and moon were not used he made the greater light and the lesser light now we don't call them greater light and lesser light we don't say hey look at a greater light in the sky what do we call it we call it the sun and we don't say oh that that lesser light looks so beautiful tonight look at that full lesser light no we say look at the moon but because the word was not used in Genesis to describe them, doesn't mean it didn't exist. So we do not acknowledge the fact that they are the, the sun and the moon. So now, with that being said, let us look at Exodus chapter 20, verse 8 through 11, which is our second text. Uh, if you read, um, read, go ahead. It reads, say, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shall thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou, nor thy son, nor thy maid daughter, nor thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For the, in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, 
and heart of it. So now I want us to examine this. The way we just examined the fact that even though the word sun and moon doesn't show up in Genesis chapter 1 verse 16, the same way how the seventh day in Genesis chapter 2 verses 1, 2, and 3 shows us that the seventh day was mentioned but the Sabbath wasn't called. And even though we call the greater light the sun and the lesser light the moon, we're going to see now what God calls the seventh day. So we're going to see the interchange of the interchanging of the names, right? We're going to see it. And it says, and it says in verse 10, it says, But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. So notice, the seventh day is the same as the Sabbath. You catch that? So if I say, yeah. are you going to, um, which church are you going to on the Sabbath? I can ask you the same question by saying, which day are you going to church on the seventh day? It's the same thing. Yeah. And so we see that even though the word Sabbath is not mentioned in Genesis chapter 2, Adam and Eve already was given the Sabbath as a, or the seventh day as a memorial of rest. And this would have been yes. the only thing that Adam and Eve saw God put into play. Because remember, man was made on the sixth day. And so as an example, the father is an example to his children. He would have rested. Notice it says he rested. And so Adam and Eve would have seen all the woman at this point because Eve was named after sin. But nonetheless, just, just for us to follow, Adam and Eve would have saw God rested and know that it was a Sabbath. Amen. Amen. And I, I wanted to say that so much has come out of that thought right there. We, we need to realize that Sabbath is one of the greatest creation of God. We fail to realize when God on that first day he created the sun and the moon and like you said, he did not give it the name until later on. And because people always say, oh, God made other sun and other moon. No, God is still talking about the same sun and moon or the lesser light and the low and, a, and the greater light. And they call them, and he's actually called them by a name later on, which means that he's using repetition to enlarge you on the same emphasis that he had made the first, uh, the first time. Also, what we need to realize in the creation story is God created time. Mm -hmm. And in that creating of the sun and the moon, he created the 24-hour time, and he divided it in two parts. The light, which is the day, and the night, which is the dark part of the day. Mm -hmm. So these two elements came to create of the 24-hour time. Now, after creating the 24-hour time, God also created days. You see our times are coming in, and every day he created like one, two, three, four, five, six, and he didn't and he count them he literally takes his time and created one day at a time a specific event mm -hmm. reason for that is god wanted us to follow in his patterns in doing things so by the time we reach to the seventh day god wanted us to know that this is our time to commune with him right. so he set apart that seventh day and, and in a special space and time to put his signature inside there Mm -hmm. And that's what the Sabbath is. The Sabbath is the signature of God's power and creation. And in that time, he asks us to reflect on what God has done and how, and also, he used the time for us to come together to bond with him. That's why I like this text here. It says there in um, Leviticus chapter 19, where it says, You shall keep my Sabbath and reverend my sanctuary. I am the Lord. And he gives you the idea that this is the time for you to come and worship the one who has created what the heaven and earth. That's why it says here inside um, Exodus chapter 20, 
He says, because Daniel 4 and 6 says, The Lord made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and all that is in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore, the Lord blesses the Sabbath day and hallows it. And this is the only day that God blessed and hallowed, made holy. Right. So, uh, we are identifying a couple aspects right here. One, God created time. In the space of time, in the seventh day, he created a space for us to come and reflect on what God has done. That's two. And that reflection is what he has done is in creation. And also, on that, the third thing God did was he created a time for us to fellowship with him. And this, this, this is very beautiful when you sit down and see that God wanted to take time to bond with his people. And, and you know what we call that? We call that, say, that would be Emmanuel. That God is with us. God want to put us, God want to have an opportunity to bond with his people. So he used Sabbath day as a day to also bond. So when you don't take that time out to rest on the Sabbath day, you are now not taking the time out to bond and have a relationship with your Lord and Savior. So let's look at number three now. It says, how was the Sabbath made? Uh, let us look back at Genesis chapter 2, verse 1, 2, and 3. And it says, Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. So we see that God, uh, as you reiterated, that came from Exodus account in chapter 20, verse 8 through 11. It says, God rest, blessed, and sanctified. Notice in the Exodus account, he didn't re-bless, re-rest, and re-sanctified. He didn't have to do that again. It was already blessed and sanctified. And so, and he had rested. So it's not like he went back into creation and had to do that again, which shows that the law had to be ever in play. It wasn't done again for the Jewish uh, nation coming out of Egypt. And uh, we'll go into depth as this, um, as we go deeper into the Sabbath topic to show why this was the case. Uh, why he had to, um, tell the children of Israel coming out of Egypt why he had to give them the laws and that's a whole uh, other topic but I sure we'll get into that as we go further let us go into question number four of what was the Sabbath made God made the Sabbath out of a day the day he used was the seventh so he could have used any other day he could have used the first day he could have used the second up to the sixth day, and he, he didn't. He chose the seventh. And it says, and on the seventh day, God ended his work. So when did it end? On the seventh day. Not the day before. Not the first day. He ended it on the seventh day. So if God ended his work, it's like someone painting, uh, it's, it's like Leonardo da Vinci painting the Mona Lisa. And he puts his signature on it because it's complete. And then he says, ah, I am done. And today, 
that sits in the museum in a room by itself. You understand? There's nothing more that Leonardo needed to add to that. So, like God in his creation, his memorial. To Exodus chapter 2 and verse 3, God said something very interesting. The first six days, God said it was good. The last of the six days, I mean, the first five days, he said it was good, but on the sixth day, he said it was very good. But on the Sabbath, he said something rather interesting. And that's when you come and in Genesis chapter 2, verse 3. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work, which God had made, created and made. What it come out there is, it's no longer good and very good. It was now becoming holy. So the Sabbath became holy, and he sanctified. So he set aside the Sabbath day or the seventh day for a special purpose. You see, see what's coming out of there? So, creation of God was perfect on the Sabbath day. I also want to add to that, Brother Carlin, the fact that notice everything was perfect. No, nothing was a mistake. Everything that God had done, he had done with a purpose. Okay? Because we know God don't err. So, uh, as we go on, we will find out um, how it was supposed to be beneficial for the creation. For not only Adam and Eve, but for everything that he had made. Question number five. When did the days of creation week begin and end? Let us look at Genesis chapter 1, verse 5, verse 8, and verse 13. Okay, here we go. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Verse 1, verse 5 says, And God called, it, called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And even the morning was called the first day. And on verse 8 says, And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening in the morning was the second day. 13 said, And the evening in the morning was the third day. Mm -hmm. And when you look at verse 19, it says, And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. So uh, you're seeing a theme here. Verse 23 says, And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. So you, are, are you getting the, are, are we getting it? Are we understanding it? What goes into a day? It consists of the counting of the night and then counting of the day and then it being a whole day. So the evening and the morning makes it a day. And it's, and it's just it's common logic. Why? Because it says in verse 2 of Genesis chapter 1, And the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. So darkness was here. And the Spirit of God hovered upon the face of the waters, and God said, Let there be light, and there was light. So notice it was dark, then there was light, and so the account of a day is evening, which is the dark part, morning, which is the light part, is one day. And that's the way God creates time, because how we know, in Genesis chapter 2, verse 4, it says, These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth. When they were created, in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. So when God made the earth and everything that's in them, he started time and it started to click from there. So it started to go on a go and it never stopped until to this day. And so the evening as we are in now, this is um, 7.25 p.m. in the evening, this would be considered a new day. Right? This is the eve of a new day. 
Okay, so rather than being uh, Sunday evening, this would be Monday evening because we're in the eve of a new day. That's what Eve means, the beginning. That's why Adam named his wife Eve. She's the, the mother of all of human beings upon the earth, right? That's why we say Christmas Eve is the day before Christmas Day, right? New Year's Eve is the day before New Year's Day. So this is Monday evening, right? This is the day now. This is going to be the night part of, of Monday. And then when the daylight comes, it's Monday daylight or Monday morning or Monday afternoon. Okay, and this is the reckoning of time that God set in place. And then we're going to get into how do we get 12 o'clock a.m. is a new day. We're going to tell you all about it. Just keep tuning in and you are going to find out. I'm glad you said that thought right there. Because, um, you know, a lot of people are struggling with that. Most people don't know that the even evening comes before the morning. Mm-hmm. And because of that, a lot of people are deceived. And we end up losing out. We actually miss the New Year, because why? We wait until 12 o'clock midnight to celebrate it when the New Year already came. Mm-hmm. So that's a big thing. It's also a trick of Satan to deceive us and how to also bypass the Sabbath. Right. Mm-hmm. Each day of Creation Week began at sunset with the dark part, since darkness was here first, and ended with the following sunset. Therefore, the seventh day Sabbath is to be observed from sunset to sunset. Evidently, all days were reckoned from sunset to sunset. So let's look at our sixth question. For whom was the Sabbath made? Let us look at Mark chapter 2 verse 27. Mark chapter 2 and verse 27. Mark chapter 2 verse 27 reads, And he said unto them, The Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. Now I want to clinch First, I want to clinch first. Well, well I, we'll get to that. But I want us to take a look at that and understand that because I think it's a misunderstanding of that verse. He said, The Sabbath was made for man. In other words, it was made intentionally. God made... It's like it's like saying, you know, I'm a married man, right? It's like me saying, um, I am taking um, Monday and I'm going to schedule a... Um, a date at a restaurant for me and my wife. I'm doing something intentionally. So God here is taking the Sabbath day intentionally for man to be with him, spend time with him. So the day or the appointment was made ahead of time. So when the Sabbath would come, they would be on this date, right? So this is this is the same thing that we do. I mean, I don't even know how we don't realize that, but nonetheless, spiritually things are spiritually discerned. And so God here, out of time, set a date, an appointment date that Adam and Eve can spend with him. You know, how many of us say, hey, can say, I spend time with someone famous. You know, um, you know, many of us, you know, if we had an opportunity to um, to rub shoulders with, um, let's say, the president, you know, it would be a time that's cut out that he would come to you. He's not just going to show up random unless... There's some investigation going on in your life that's going on. And, you know, that's probably going to be a rare, a rare thing. But what I'm saying is that if the president says he's going to come and spend time with you, he's going to call you and schedule a time that before the time happens. So when that time comes, you will be prepared for it and it won't catch you unawares. This is what God did with Adam and Eve. He purposely 
cut out of time the Sabbath that he can spend with his creation. I, I want to say one word there, coming from Exodus 31, verse 16. I want us to understand something very important there. It says here, Wherefore the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath, who to, to observe the Sabbath throughout their generation for a perpetual covenant. This is a bond between God and man. It goes on in Exodus 19, she says, He shall fear every man, his mother, and his father, and keep my Sabbath. I am the Lord your God. He goes, he's trying to let you know that this is a covenant bond that he has made with man, that we should be in lock or, uh, let's say, a date to have our time to commune with Jesus Christ. And that's what this Sabbath um, is highlighting. And when we decide that we don't want to be a part of the Sabbath, we are now saying that we no longer want to be a part of God. Very simple. Mm-hmm. It's important. Now we're gonna we're gonna address that in the next question. It says number seven, who is the Lord of the Sabbath? So next, I ask the question: Who is the Lord of the Sabbath? As we already found out, we may we might already know the answer based off our first text when we open up with John chapter one, because we know God. Um, through Jesus Christ created all things. So now let's answer that question through the scriptures. Mark chapter 2 and verse 28. And it says, Therefore the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. So notice what, what Jesus said. Because this is Jesus speaking. He says, The Son of Man is Lord also. In other words, He is adding something to His statement. Which means that not only the Sabbath he is Lord of, but man. He is not only Lord of man, but the Sabbath. You get it? He is Lord of man and of the Sabbath. And when did both of these happen? Did it, did it happen at, 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 at Exodus at Mount Sinai? Did he create man at, at, at Mount Sinai? No. He created man in the beginning. On the sixth day. Um, you could go back to Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 throughout and then it, it picks up from Genesis chapter 2 and you will find the, how God intricately made man and woman. So it, it tells us that Jesus was in the beginning. He created Adam. He created the Sabbath. That's why he says the son of man is Lord also of the Sabbath. And he's letting us know that he did it. I, I love that verse. I love that. It's simple, but in, it's, it's so much depth into what he's saying. And we don't take time to realize what Jesus is saying. Let us look at our final question. For how long was the Sabbath intended to be kept? Let us look at Isaiah 66, verse 22 and verse 23. Okay, it says here, For as the, for as the new heavens and the new earth, which I will make, shall remain before me, said the Lord, so shall your seed and your name remain. And it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another, and from one Sabbath to another, shall all flesh come to worship before me, said the Lord. You know, um, we spoke about this in our last podcast on the law. And it talked, we talked about uh, what does it mean from one new moon to another, from one Sabbath to another. We know that according to the biblical account, it's only... Um, seven days in a week and the Sabbath being the last day of the week or Saturday it might be known is the last day of the week in which makes up a week 
right? The seven days makes up a week. And so from one Sabbath is telling us from one week to another, okay? And it says new moon, or from one new moon to another, with the word Kodesh. And it means in the Hebrew, the new moon, month, monthly, or the lunar month. So it's telling us, the Bible is actually telling us, there are going to be time in heaven. Nothing is going to change outside of the fact that he's going to recreate the heaven and the earth. Because why? It's tainted with sin. And Second Peter tells us that this earth will burn with fervent heat. So we know that everything in this world will burn. But God is saying, my Sabbath will remain. There will always be a Sabbath. And he said, from one new moon, from one month to another, to one week to another, shall all flesh come before him on the seventh day Sabbath. And so um, it's beautiful that we're going to have that uh, time frame still in heaven. It's not going to change that we can be with God and he with his people. The, the thing about it is that um, we like to avoid the idea that the Sabbath is done away with. And this, if we learn anything today that the Sabbath is not done away with, we learn that the Sabbath is going to go from on and on. We're going to even go inside the new earth keeping this up. Could you imagine that? So how could something that's going to continue through our lifetime, through eternity, because that's what it's saying right here, they're saying through eternity, be done away with. It's very simple. It's not done away with. The Sabbath will always be there. The Sabbath will always be a part of our life. The Sabbath will be for us all the way down to the new heavens and the new earth. So if you think that you're not going to keep the Sabbath, then you're making a fool of yourself. And if you cannot keep it now here on earth, then how could you keep it in heaven? That's a serious thought, you know. Um, and you see, the reason why the Sabbath is so hard for people is because a lot of people don't understand that the Sabbath has to deal with um, bonding. And this bonding is the bonding with your Lord and your Savior. I said it earlier, God has taken out a space and time for you to bond with Him. And guess what it says? A lot of people don't get that part there. He said, "Ye shall keep my Sabbath and reverend my sanctuary. I am the Lord your God. Reverend my sanctuary, keep my Sabbath means, in simple terms, he wants to have an opportunity to where he can sit down and commune with you and where you can show the honor and praise to the one who has created the heavens and the earth. This is reflection. It's a reflection of saying, oh God, you are worthy, you are worthy. God, you are worthy. So what you have done, and to say, God, you have, what you have done is so wonderful, so majesty, so great. And it's almost like the birthday of the earth. And you're saying, thank God. It's like a thank, 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 thank free offering to God for the great thing that he has done to give us life. Because that's what the Sabbath says. You are giving us life. Amen. In conclusion. The seventh-day Sabbath was made by Jesus Christ at creation. It was to be kept throughout all time and was to be observed from sunset to sunset. Leviticus chapter 23 verse 32 mentions the observance of one of the ceremonial Sabbaths, the Day of Atonement. And it says, it was to be kept from even to even. My friend, I hope this episode has been very clear and if not please send us a, your, your thoughts comments or questions about the program and we'd be happy to go over it with you or to clarify whatever is not clear, clear to you but my friends um, the bible is clear 
and we need to obey God because it, it is Him we need to honor. And we don't honor ourselves. There's, there's nothing we do. We simply just yield to His command and we find it to be a blessing for our lives. And you can find it a blessing for your life too if you surrender your will to the Lord today. So we can ask Brother Colin to give us a closing prayer, Brother Colin. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the Sabbath. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for what you have done. We thank you for that opportunity and space and time where we can come and say, To God be the glory for the great and marvelous things you have done in this earth by giving us a place to live, by giving us life, by giving us health and strength, by redeeming us, from redeeming us unto himself after we have departed from him. And as we depart from here, God, keep us safe and help us to have a good day as we go through the rest of this week and to rest of the rest of the day. That we may be an encouragement to someone we come in contact with. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. May this be a blessing to you all. Amen. Amen. So if you want to email us here at Heart to Heart Ministries, you can do so at Heart to Heart Ministries 242 at gmail.com. We will always be happy to hear from you. You can also find us on YouTube. Just type into the search engine Heart to Heart 242. There you will find all of our content. You can subscribe to our channel and click on the bell icon so you don't miss any more of our future uploads. Also, please share the content and like it if you believe it. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and you can find this podcast via Anchor. So, for myself, Brother Edie, and for my co-host, Brother Colin, we say until next time, God's willing, Maranatha.